Welcome to Radio Pals, the sound of NUS. On this week's episode, we have a very special guest with us, all the way from Indonesia, is singer-songwriter Meza Luna. Hi, everyone. Thank you for having me. So happy to have you with us. How is it going over there? I hope you're doing well. Yeah, it's, it's good. <laughs> That's nice. How, how's it like being in the pandemic for you? Because I don't know how the situation is like there. Is it alright? Or how's oh. everything going for you? Honestly, it's getting better. I never thought this day would come, but it's actually getting a lot better than once before. So I'm glad. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's nice. That's lovely yeah. to hear. <laughs> so, what have you been busy these days? What have I been busy with? Yeah, I've been busy with school or <laughs> same as us. <laughs> We're in the same plight. <laughs> you are in which year of your school now? Uh, I'm on second year now. Oh, okay. We are varying years actually. We have from freshman all the way to year three. So me and Wen Hui are actually year three. So oh. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Okay. <laughs> what course are you studying in your school? I'm I'm doing politics and anthropology. Wow. Interesting. Wow. <laughs> That's so interesting. What are you guys taking? Oh, I'm doing engineering science. And then Fang Wing, electrical wow. engineering. <laughs> yes, and I'm doing communications and new media. I want to be that. Oh really? <laughs> Politics is good. It it really burns mm. your brain, you know, with all the really interesting, but it's hard. Yeah, I'm actually really glad I took it. Yeah, mm. yeah. I actually I saw your Instagram. Oh my gosh, your fashion is really very. I really um. love your fashion. I I actually took some inspiration from it as well. So I just really? wanted to ask, like you know, where do you go for your fashion style, or in, what's your go-to fashion style or inspiration that you get? Um. Yeah. Um. Uh, well, I usually just use what is comfortable for me, mm. and I found most of the stuff I wear like from thrifting. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. So it's whatever is comfortable for me because it's number one. Mm. Important. I I think like to add on, you're quite bold with your fashion, and are you I'm more? Not. Yes, I think you're more like in a you like retro kind of fashion, cause like you know your MV and you know the vibe. I feel like there's this very strong retro vibe, and uh, your cut like your color of your hair first is a really bold move, but it's really nice. Oh, yes. Yeah, so it's really interesting. Do you, do you have like a very strong you know faith for like retro style? Well, I was really going for it. Thank you for capturing that. That's what, yeah, thank you for like, actually capturing it. But yeah, that was my intention. Is it like a 70s or like the 80s? Um, yeah, probably pretty much. Oh, do you like? Do you suggest to like the director that you wanted that in your? Yeah, I had like a whole mood board for like the outfit and the colors of the music video. And I was really going for that, so I really appreciate that you captured that. <laughs> totally seeing it, you are rocking it in the retro style. Thanks. That's so lovely. And on the topic of music, right? What would, I, I'm just curious, like, what was your childhood ambition? Did you always want to be like doing music, singing, songwriting, that aspect? It was never my intention to be one because I 
because I just thought that I liked doing it. I wanted to be like an artist. Like I wanted to paint because that's what I did when I was like smaller and I really like take that thing. But I just liked doing it. I thought it was just like a normal thing for me to like uh, sing and write songs and everything. I didn't know that it could be my passion. Oh wow! Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so nice. It's like a hobby turned into a career kind of situation, yeah. right? Wow, that's wow, that's really cool. <laughs> I think we're just all very curious. Like, was your dad someone that influenced mm. you in your decision? Yeah, because I understand like your father, uh, Bim Bim, is uh was part of a very very famous uh rock band slang, right? Yeah. If I'm not wrong. Yeah. yeah. So did that play a part in like your musical journey in a sense? Indirectly, maybe, but not directly, because I just grew up watching him doing his own thing, and maybe that played like a big influence on me. But he never really taught me how to make music or anything like that. I just maybe like teach myself by watching him doing his own thing. Oh wow, that's that's really interesting. I I thought that like, yes, it's a. Ta- I feel like it's really self taught. It's really a talent. <laughs> you flatter me. <laughs> Flattering session. <laughs> Please enjoy. <laughs> but actually, speaking of um self-taught, so in terms of like the direction of your new uh sing uh, your single uh in situ, so how do you actually come up with the whole like idea in terms of like the mood board, the lyrics, the direction? Like, tell us a little bit more about how you came up with the idea of writing the song. Okay, so I made this five years ago when I was fifteen. And I was, oh yes, yeah, yes. I was just going through stuff, and I wanted to share it to someone, but I didn't know how to express my feelings. So I actually wrote it down inside of my notebook, and I just thought like, oh hey, this could be a song. So I made it, oh. yeah. And at that time, I was watching a lot of Amy Winehouse performances, and at that time, I was still like studying guitar by myself, and I taught myself like Amy Winehouse songs, and that's how like I got inspired like of the chords that she used. And I kind of used it in my single. Oh, yeah. wow, that's really beautiful. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's so nice. Then would you say like Amy Winehouse played a part in you finding this sort of genre of music? Because it is different from rock, like what you have grown up yeah, with. Very, yeah, because I liked her when I discovered her. Like I, I liked her as soon as I discovered her, and I learned how to play her songs, and that's how I fell in love with jazz. I'm just curious. You did a lot of covers in like on YouTube, right? Were all the songs like based on the artists that you love listening to? Um. Yeah, and some of them are like based on my voice. How like it matches with like the voice. Right? That's true. That's true. Oh. Yeah, and uh, one of them is like uh, I just <laughs> I just chose the ones that's like most popular in TikTok at that time. <laughs> oh yes, I follow your TikTok as well. <laughs> <laughs> you make really interesting videos. Oh my god, please. <laughs> the download, please. I think TikTok is a pretty good platform also, I feel like, for music-related stuff. But on the topic of covers, I actually really liked your cover of Fix You by Coldplay. It was so... It was so beautifully done, all the all the things you did in that, that cover. It was one of my favourites. And after doing all these covers, what sort of pushed you to release your own single? And you mentioned that it was written like 15, when you were 15, that's like five years ago. What sort of gave you the push to release this single after doing like covers? Oh, actually like I already had 
the whole plan sorted out because I already made the um, single first and then before that maybe I could just put out like covers because like at that time I didn't really show people that I sing or make music or any sort of that because I was really shy I really stepped out of my comfort zone like and it's yeah so it's been like such a big change for me too but um yeah so that's how I wanted to put it out because it was kind of weird for me to just like suddenly put out like a single hey here I Mm. But, like people didn't know that I sing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's nice. That's very nice. A very nice lead up. Yeah, right? I think I it's a very good build up. Yeah. And also talking about in situ, if you're comfortable sharing, what was it inspired by? <laughs> She's probably praying that we don't ask this. <laughs> Honestly, if you asked me five years ago, I would have been like crying or whatever. No, I wouldn't. Oh. I would have put my heart out really, but it was five years ago, so I put. I looked at it in a more matured point of view. It was just about someone. I mean, you know, you have that special. Everyone has that special person whatsoever. But at this time, it was kind of like not a, not a really good state of relationship. It was more of like feeling hopelessness about someone else, and mm. it's the point where you just can't fight for anything anymore, and you're just tired to like even say your piece. Like this is what you did wrong, or whatever. So. Just like whatever you know, that's it. Like I'll just put whatever I can have, which is bad. Don't mm. do that. But turn into a song, so I guess it's a good thing. <laughs> yeah, that's really nice. Actually, that's very, very raw emotions portrayed in the lyrics, and I think that's really beautiful. Um, I'm also curious because you did say that you viewed it in a more mature like perspective now. Did you like change some of the lyrics, or is this like the original? Original piece. <laughs> oh my god! I really like this question. Thank you. Um, I, when I, because I did the song five years ago and I re-recorded it um, recently, like last Ooh. year, and oh, I was okay. thinking of changing the lyrics because I just thought it was such a weird part <laughs> where I didn't even understand most of the words because I use such big words. Like Ooh. I wanted to sound cool, but like it was not it. But when I tried to change it, it kind of lost its. Um, authenticity so I just I just thought I kept it as how I wrote it like the childhood innocence yeah. of finding your first love you wanted yeah. to keep that la, I yes, believe yeah. Yeah. yeah was the title in situ like was it crafted out long ago or was it like just recently when you are you decided to produce the song then you decided to name it that it was that? already decided five years ago for that Oh. They align to your big words because I feel like in situ is kind of like a big word, right? <laughs> I, I think we wouldn't know if we search it out. I know. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was kind of the intention. So when people see it, they're like, what is this? What the hell is this? So then people were like, it would just caught everyone's attention, I hope. And then like they would search what it means. It did, definitely. Mm. definitely. <laughs> we went to search the word. <laughs> I really like you are working towards like sharing the real you itself and I think that's the very important part as an artist I feel it, it will bring out and you'll connect with more like your fans who can like really feel that you're writing what you're writing and you're really saying what you meant on that note well, what we say about writing what you feel right because I saw one of your I think it's an interview that uh, you said that it was one of the quickest writing processes that you have done because you were honest with your feelings and it, uh, you were just speaking from your heart. Did it take very long to actually, you know, craft out the your feelings into words, like in terms of the um, lyrics? It was more of like 
I was just being honest and it's as if like I was telling my friend about it but I didn't really know how to express it so I wrote it down that's why it was just like you know like your diary like it was just so easy and like it just came out naturally so Wow, I thought that was really beautiful, especially when, because you mentioned that this song came out of like writing down your feelings because you didn't know how to express it out in like speaking words with to your friends. Yeah, that's very beautiful how it came out as a song in the end. So, yes, but I am curious. Um, did the person that you originally wrote the song about like say anything after like listening to the song? Did they know like? The, does he know <laughs> that it's referring to him? <laughs> all this questions. Oh my god. Okay. Oh, I actually love this. Um, I actually, oh, <laughs> I actually put it on before before I released it. I actually um put it on for this person to listen. And he's like, oh. oh, and yeah, like before. So like, I let this person listen to it first before I released it. And mm. yeah. wow, that's really nice. Yeah, and like. I don't know. It just felt like maybe he was being attacked from the song because like it was just going through everything. Like, I don't want to hear it anymore. Yeah. Oh wow, that's very nice. So, what would you want people to take away after listening to In Situ? I want them to like at least if they're still going through what I was going through at that time, that it's all gonna be okay. And like, mm. I want them to think that whatever or anything bad that happens in your life, like anything negative. Can actually alter it into something more positive, like making art out of it, or you can be making a podcast about it. So it can be turned into something good. Yeah, that's very beautiful. Those are very beautiful words that you mentioned there. How you can turn any negative situation into a positive thing by like um, based on your outlook on the situation. That's very beautiful. And also, you you did mention just now that it was about looking at the negative situation in a positive light. So what was like your favorite memory when you wrote this song? Honestly, if I'm being honest, five years ago was quite a long time ago. But I remember writing it down and be like, oh my god, yes, I'm going for it. Like I was really honest and I was like, oh my god, yes, girl. <laughs> and, but like the most mem- memorable one was like when I first actually when I first um, recorded the song because it was my first time recording a song like legit song and mm. I I will never forget about it because. Uh, I've recorded more songs than I did, but this one is the most special one because I don't. It just stuck with me. It stuck with me, and it's the easiest one. I don't know how to explain it, but it's the most memorable one for sure. Wow, that's very nice. <laughs> so, um, I I presume you know, are you gonna release any more singles or maybe even albums in the future? Is that something you're looking at, or are there already songs in the process of being well, produced? Yeah, you have to stay tuned to find out. But oh yes, <laughs> I love it. I can't wait to hear what you come up with next because this song alone is really really good. I can feel so much emotion in the lyrics. The MV is beautiful, and it's all just a it's a very beautiful song in my opinion. And I also want to know, like, how was the MV creation process like for you? Um, so when I listen, when I first listened to the fixed um interview song, I imagined it with like colors. Like I was already imagining it like dark blue, red, and stuff. And I was just actually scrolling to my Instagram, and I saw like one of my friends' story that he did a shoot with this photographer. And it was the same exact um, vision I had for the song, so I actually DM'd the person, and like I wanted to work together with the photographer, the videographer, and 
uh, we did it together. Both wow, that's really nice how it all worked out when yeah. you like visioned it and then you saw it on Instagram. Yeah. Wow, that's really cool. <laughs> that's so nice. And then in the end, you actually did get to work with the, the person that you wanted to work with. So, wow, it all, <laughs> all really worked out very nicely. Yeah. <laughs> I, like the, I like the idea of the MV though. There was this twist at the end, right? Like a plot twist. Oh yeah, she made that. It was really awesome. The person made it. Yeah. Well, I, oh, okay. Yeah, I'm really glad that she made that. I was like, oh. <laughs> That's lovely. <laughs> all right. I think we can take a break here. Thank you so much, Mezaluna, for answering all our questions. And I hope, like, our listeners, you guys got to know more about her too. So, as she mentioned, stay tuned to find out what she puts out next. So, yes, let's take a break here. And when we return, we're going to be doing a round of rapid-fire questions. So, don't go anywhere. Riding on the dizzying high. The Music Escape with Vivi, Fang Ming, Wanhui and Hannah. And we also have our special guest here, Meza Luna. So th- in this segment, we're going to be playing rapid fire que- a round of rapid fire questions. So I'm going to begin this question by asking you, Meza Luna, who is your favourite artist? Oh, right now? Yes, let's go. <laughs> Sorry, Amy Winehouse. <laughs> oh, Amy Winehouse. I remember you mentioned yeah. her earlier as well. <laughs> Next question. What's your favourite Indonesian food you would love to introduce us to? Oh, uh, Batagor. Ooh. What is that? What is it actually? Is it like the dessert? Or it's like... It's savoury food. Uh, oh, okay, okay. Oh. Could you repeat the food again? I, I didn't really... Batagor. Oh. oh my god, no. Yeah, I... now I'm hungry. Yeah, now I'm hungry. <laughs> I love peanuts. So like when you mention peanut sauce, I'm like, oh. Try it. <laughs> yes, I would definitely try it. <laughs> okay, Wenhui, next question. Right. Yes, my turn. When the whole situation ends, what's the first country you would want to visit? Korea. Ooh. Oh, okay. <laughs> Is there a reason? Like any opa you are, you are planning to run to? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I love BTS. Oh! Oh, nice, okay. Nice. <laughs> I think they're very popular here as well, if I'm not wrong. So, yeah, BTS yeah. is... Wow, that's incredible. Maybe maybe one day we will hear the Mezzaluna X BTS yeah. collaboration. <laughs> right! Because <laughs> <laughs> if I'm not wrong, they're collaborating more with um, like the English artists as well. So, it could happen, you know. I'm keeping my fingers crossed we hear that one day. <laughs> Yes, remember us when you're famous. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Next question, Hannah. Alright, so who is your inspiration and why? My inspiration? Um, my mom. Aww, oh, so that's good. Is there a reason? As a reason, I don't know. She's, uh, I feel like she's my best friend. We're really close, so mm. I do everything she does. Oh, that's really beautiful. <laughs> that's so nice. Yeah. Alright, next question. What is the goal you have for yourself as an artist? Um, to, to inspire others. Oh, that's lovely. <laughs> I think you have inspired Wenhui. <laughs> <laughs> yes, guys. In the off session, I had my first solo. She... <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. She sang for us. <laughs> we recorded it. Did we record that? 
No, no we didn't. <laughs> I'm objecting it. <laughs> PDPA, guys. <laughs> but yes, I think I think you're on the right track with the inspiring as well. So let's mm-hmm. let's keep going. I can't wait to see what comes next. <laughs> next question, farming. Let's go. Yeah. So I'm just curious. What does a day in your life look like? I, I know that you are schooling now, right? How do you like juggle between like you know your music career as well as schooling? Um, it's it's better because I mean I do because I go to school in UK and I'm oh, doing online class okay, now, okay. so it's at night. So I would do like my music stuff in the morning, and I do yoga now. Oh. <laughs> I just started like I just it was my third class, <laughs> like I really just started. No way, that's so cool. Yoga is good for for like your spirit and like spiritual, you know. Uh, yeah, that too. Yes, <laughs> very good. So you're you're still like technically Zoom uni, right? Have you been to your school like really physically there or like not at all? For the pandemic, I have. Oh, okay. Oh, that's oh, nice. Okay. So you're pro- probably only there like for one semester. Yes, I was. Oh my so god! I like stuck here for a year, more than a year. No way! That's crazy. But I guess you have the like the good side of it is you have like more free time now, right? With online yeah. classes. Yeah, honestly, I love online classes so much. <laughs> <laughs> honestly, me too. Like, I I think like my batch when we came in, we were like the first batch with the yeah. online system. Uh-huh. Then, like, cause we didn't have like a comparison to the in person situation. Then it was different for us, cause we didn't have physical yeah. lessons to begin with. Yeah, once they matriculated, the pandemic already started. So at least me and Wenhui, we had like one and a half yes. semesters <laughs> of in person. But now we are still um mainly online for our school. At least. Yeah, yeah. Mm. But that's nice. You at least got to be there for one semester, get to know like the environment, have a feel of what it's like to be there physically. So. That's nice, and hopefully in the future it will be easier for you to go back and start physical classes as well. So, yeah. Yes. Okay. I think this question fits school. Mm. So, what's your best subject in school? Uh, it used to be science because I wanted to take medicine. Wow. Yeah. Oh, maybe I'll just say art. <laughs> <laughs> no, it doesn't. It doesn't matter. You can be good at both. Yes. So we know she's a talent yes. and everything. Yeah, that's really cool. Actually, yeah. Oh. Oh, no. <laughs> All right. So continuing on with the topic of subjects, in which subject were you the worst at school? Um, oh, oh really? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so I presume you were good in like biology since you wanted to take medicine. Yeah, I was better at that than physics. I just I, I liked it, but I just didn't. It wasn't for me. <laughs> oh, so you actually liked physics, but you didn't. I mean, it was it was okay, but I just mm. I I relate actually. <laughs> But I think a lot of people are going to come after me because I'm doing like engineering yeah, science. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I was going to be like, I'm sorry to offend. Because like, <laughs> no, no, no. I, I understand exactly what you mean. Yeah. Like you sort of like the subject, but then yeah. you also find it super difficult. So it was a, it's a very hard relationship, I would right. say, with yeah. physics especially. So I understand that, yes. And then uh, one more question. What advice would you give your younger self? I mean, of course, you're still very young. But yeah. Yeah, 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 that's true. Maybe like 15, you're during the times when you wrote your single. Yeah. yeah, I'd say just put yourself out there and don't think about the others, what they might say, because you're never going to get anywhere without, like, if you're 
or like think about other matter. Yeah. I, I think that's that's true. Like how we are always very conscious, mm. right? We struggle with conscious, uh, right? Yeah. I think it's the same for oh. everyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Exactly. But like at the end of the day, it doesn't matter because like no one really. Yeah. Yeah. Like as long as you 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 love what you're doing and you're proud of yourself, that's that's the most important. Oh guys, I'm going to my tech talk again. Okay, let's continue. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> so moving on, is there like something? I mean, I understand that you are you're embracing yourself for who you are, but if there's something that you feel like you want to change about yourself, is there anything at the moment, or are you happy with like where you are in life and you know, um, yourself right now? I don't. Know. I just. It was more about that before. I just wish that I wasn't like as selfish as I am. Like, because I overthink too much. Me too. Like, when I say things, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> when I say things, like, I think about it way too much. Like, did I say the wrong thing or did I, like, yeah. it's just, it happens too much, especially like now I go to school with like a lot of other people that are not from like my country too. So I'm like, like, I put myself out there way too much sometimes. I think about how, like, I'm scared if I offend or if I say the wrong thing or, like, yeah. I wish I could change that about myself. Mm, that's very true. Actually, I, me too. I overthink literally every single thing. Not, like, from the messages I send, you know. Like, texting is not that difficult, right? Like, you would think texting yeah. is not that difficult. But it's so difficult because I wanted to say something and then I, like, wrote entire, like, text already. Then I kept reading it over and over again. Then there was like certain lines you pick up, like, oh my gosh, this doesn't yeah. sound right. Like, will he take it this way? Is it wrong to say this? Like, will this imply something else? Then I kept, wow, I think I spent like five minutes sending like a six, seven word text to someone. So, oh, I hate overthinking. <laughs> I think it's the same for everyone. La. Yeah, you just, mm. you just get used to it. I think at the end, like, it's good to overthink sometimes too. You are careful with your words. Yeah, I, I guess there's no. Plus and minus points to it. Preparing yourself for the big stage. That's very true, actually. But on the topic of overthinking, I mean, I do want to share this um, sort of quote that I found about overthinking with you, Mesa Luna, because I think I feel like we kind of feel the same situation. So there's this quote that someone said about overthinking, and he said, if I'm trying so hard to say the right thing, I'm probably not saying what me as myself would want to say. So I thought that was very impactful. Like that kind of helped me a little bit with my overthinking situation about like texting and talking to people and all that. So yeah, so I guess it's all about being yourself yeah. in a sense, I feel, right? Yeah. If you're being true to yourself, it'll just come out so easy. Mm, yeah, that's very true. <laughs> I feel like my position as a tech talker is being endangered by both of them. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> They're so good, okay. What's the, the next one? What's your hobbies? Like what do you do in your free time? Down. <laughs> if that counts as a hobby, <laughs> I don't know. Um, okay, I'll be watch. That's good, also. <laughs> All right, thanks for your words of advice. So let's end off on a more lighthearted note. Do you have a celebrity crush? <laughs> it's Jimin. <laughs> oh, BTS! <laughs> blushing. She's blushing. I'm quite sure she does. <laughs> Yeah, it's <laughs> yes, hopefully one day when the pandemic ends and you go to Korea, maybe you'll bump into oh, him. No. <laughs> I'm literally gonna cry. <laughs> All the fan fiction and everything. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my. Yes. 
<laughs> that would be so nice. And then imagine if you actually get to collab with them. Wow, dream come true. <laughs> and I guess we could conclude the round of rapid fire questions here. So yes, we'll take a break here. And thank you, Mesa Luna, for being so open and answering all those questions that we had for you. So do stick around because we'll be back right after this break. And Mesa Luna will be singing for us too. So stay tuned. The sound of NUS. You are still with us. The music escape with Vivi, Fang Ming, Wenhui, Hannah, and Mezaluna. She's part of our show now, guys. Yep. So in this segment, Mezaluna will be giving us a short acoustic live version of In Situ. So do enjoy. performance done by Mezzaluna right now. Thank you so much Mezzaluna for being with us today. Could you tell our listeners where to find you on socials? Okay, thank you so much for watching and thank you guys for having me. I had such a great time. And um, you guys can follow me on my Instagram at Mezzaluna. And watch her latest single in C2 on Spotify yeah, and yeah. what other music platforms actually? Um, um, all digital streaming platforms. Oh, okay. All yeah. digital streaming platforms. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's go. Thank you so much for being here with us today. And thank you guys for tuning in to this week's episode of The Music Escape. Catch you guys next time. Bye.